It's the most wonderful time of the week. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Hello, everyone, and welcome to ReCW Week. Looking to the world of extreme from episode one all the way to four hundred one, from Eastern to extreme, and everything in between. That includes pay per view specials, etc., whatever we can find and share. You have myself, Paul. I'm joined as always by Jay and Griff. Ding, dong. That'd be Jay. That'd be Griff. There we go. This week, we are looking at episode 145, which was the 30th of January, 1996. And to say it is a jam-packed episode is a little bit of an understatement. Yes, um, quite a lot to go through. There is. Sha, sha. Um, how are we, never had. I'm good, I'm good. Still good. Another little insight into his life, people. You get to know this man more every week. I like to I like, like the fact that my character comes out like just over a podcast. <laughs> people can there was ten questions, I'm pretty sure people get most of them right about you. <laughs> I am a twat. I Is know. he A <laughs> not good? B good. <laughs> or is he C extremely well? Oh. Have you ever been extremely well? Sometimes. Red haired, red haired. Sometimes we mentioned. It's not real. I'd throw a little curveball every now and then. Yeah. Tell you what is real. Last week you, you um said about excited you were for the rugby. That was a thing. Yeah, got anyway. over it really quickly. Yeah, yeah moving on swiftly. <laughs> really over it. Um Yeah. But I'm happy for South Africa. Hmm. <laughs> um I mean Sure you are. I mean that. I mean that, we all do. But yeah. Nineteen ninety six. ECW in the arena. Um, yeah, crazy. Obviously, last week we watched Public Enemy. They're not on Nitro this week. No, oh, they're not. No, <laughs> I looked. They, I was going to keep up to date. They're not actually on Nitro this week. But stuff was, so I'll get to that. Oh. Um, we start off um, from a last week showing Tommy Dreamer and Shane Douglas. The old um, keep your enemies close and your friends close and your enemies closer and your friends closer, but your enemies even closer as they got close. Uh, that pretty much was the promo. They're just trying to like stress to each other, and that felt um, relevant for later on. Got a nice little intro video that we all know and love. Yep, um, the WWE Network overdub. Hit me and no, 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 that one. And then Joey Styles breaks down highlights of what's happened so far during tonight's event. And man, oh man, did we get some highlights? What happened tonight in tonight's event? I know. We it had... feels like obviously we'll get through it all. It feels like I would love to watch this in its entirety, unless this was like some movie trailers. Unless this just was the highlights and the rest was rubbish. It's really weird because we're in this weird point of um, I think there's only really two. No, I think there's only really one. I think this is the only really the TV that's unique in the sense of we've just had House Party Farewell to the Public Enemy. Hey. We've then got uh, Cyber Slam coming up and another special coming up. Uh, New York Blizzard Blast or something. Oh, um, good name for a show. 
isn't it just? Mm. Um, so um, we're, we're kind of special heavy at the moment, laden with specials all the way through. This is the weird TV in the middle of it and obviously felt a little bit outnumbered by all it all because it's just the craziest 40-odd minutes of, of EC WTV. fantastic watch. If you just want to dip in and not watch a full special but watch a maiden hour of ECW, episode 145, 35th January 1986, might just be the show for you. Indeed. Might, might well be. be. Um, yeah, so then we've got the highlights of the night so far. It included Hank Myers versus Mr. Hughes, the dream match that none of us deserve. Um, Stevie and the Meanie announced that they're now the fabulous ones. Did a couple of struts. That was quite funny. Scorpio picking up a win against an opponent whose name I can't remember. Cactus Jack talks about kissing Vince's ass. The Headhunters returned in a really anticlimactic return because it's just a, a quick highlight of them beating the bad crew. There, yeah, I caught that one. Yeah. So they're back. And um, I think they. I mean, at this rate, the bad crew are going to be the least, the, the worst of the three bads. So they're nowhere near bad company level. They're not even going to be near bad breed level. You know, they're, they're going to be the, the third place bad crew. Mm. The third place bads. Is this going to be bad? The, the bad bads. Bad bads. Boo birds. So yeah, Headhunters are back. But I think they might wrestle again in a couple of weeks. Hopefully it's not just this match. Um, Stevie is then back in the ring. He says sorry to Francine for super kicking at that time. And he ends up insulting her. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's, it's um, segment, everyone. I never, did, segment? I never knew it's... she loved fluff. I mean, if if this was Will Smith's Hitch character, I don't think this would be any of the advice he gave uh, Stevie Richards to to follow to try and win back Francine. Oh. Um, offered her fluff, and um, that's the the marshmallow fluff, not belly button fluff. At one point, I was kind of staring down, writing notes as this promo was going on because I do that. And he said about you know having fluff, and she loves fluff. And I was partly expecting to see his belly button fluff. Just give it to him, a little spoon. But no. When did, when did um, uh, Hitch with Will Smith come out? No, way later than this. Way it later. must have been. Oh, was it? I didn't know it was a timely joke. I didn't know if you were... No. Hitch, I think, came out 2000. No, it's just... Um, 2005. Oh, did you research that? Oh, cool. Well, Googled it. I don't know, you know. Phil Research is giving before, me far okay. too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> You're just still so thrilled at being back into the 21st century, aren't you? <laughs> the difference is connectability. Hey. <laughs> it's a good little one that keeps giving. Um, yeah, so that will happen. Yeah, so asks if she's pregnant, and then he kind of goes off on one. She goes off on one, and then um, it all goes a little bit weird, and he super kicks. The pit bulls are the worst, like defenders of their manager. I yeah, so I. Um, they were in the ring for most they of are. this, weren't they? All of it. They were just yeah, there. just kind of watching as it went down. Um, but I do, I I really am not a fan of this version of Francine. Um, and I think a big chunk of that is because I know the queen of extreme that she becomes. And on this one, she just seems to be the person for everyone to to kick or hit or grab or something with a view to getting them kind of 
heat. Yeah, well, she's 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 doing what she can. I think she's still sort of building confidence in the character. Like I said, I'm taking my new approach where I'm trying to forget what I know and accept what I'm seeing because I'm finding it hard with like certain people. Like every time. If Shane Douglas does a promo that goes on a bit too much, I sort of let it slide because I know in the future he's amazing. I'm trying to sort of have a what I'm seeing approach with it all. But yeah, she does get a lot better. Yeah, I think that's my problem. From what I'm seeing, you kind of would um, wonder why you'd, you'd keep her around. You'd wonder why you'd, you'd want her in anywhere near you. Maybe she didn't mind about being paid. Oh, it's That's that's not for a little while. Everyone's still getting paid at oh, the moment. I didn't know, sorry. Don't don't use your snarky superhuman vision of the I future. Know I want. There's three people talking here. <laughs> um, next week the highlights of the pitbulls versus the gangsters, and um, it just seems like a bit of a clusterfuck, to be honest. But in a, a wild brawl type way, um, so. Yeah, I thought this was a four-way match and then it was pointed out by Joe Styles. It's actually the Pitbulls versus the Gangsters, the Eliminators and Stevie and Meanie. Yeah, I thought it was just Pitbulls versus Gangsters, but then everyone came out. 911 came back. Um, yeah, apologies for announcing his farewell the other week. That's not a thing. Yeah, thanks, Wikipedia. Yeah. Thanks, Griffopedia. <laughs> <laughs> Technical. <laughs> We're building well, to a feud. Well, no, we're not. Well, no, we're fucking not. No, we're fucking not. This isn't a match. This isn't his match. So he has wrestled his last match. Well, I think he's only wrestled two. Um, <laughs> Still. Bold. But he's definitely on his way out. He's on his way, WCW. The Tombstone. Um, Tombstones. The 911 comes out, attacks people. Taz comes out, um, attacks people, attacks Gordon. The meanie. Um, uh, he comes back, he, he grabs Francine, Stevie super kicks her, and gangsters end up getting the win. Then they say about gangsters winning, it was like six against two, and I don't know how that worked out. It was just messy. messy. Todd Gordon, I, I just hate Todd Gordon. I know. His, his punches are just so stupid. His voices, his punches are... He he does the same style of fighting they get the, the women to do, that cat fight kind of rolling around without actually doing anything. And it just... It, uh, when a whole yeah. kind of ECW did it first, it's almost sort of like owner being on TV before owner being on TV type deal. Oh, Yeah. It's before Vince, it's before Bischoff. Because I think we're probably they a, had a year like, away from Tyson. We, is authority it not? figures like Jack Tully and stuff, but there wasn't a owner. Yeah. Is Tyson a Stone Cold like 97? Yeah, it must be, yeah. Yes. He's the ringmaster at the moment. I don't know if he was the King of the Ring later this year or does he win, win it next year? Oh, he's still got a long way to go. Has he? Uh, yeah, it must be maybe 98. No, King of the Ring must be next year. Must be this year. Right. No, it's not. Sure, it can't be. And Shawn Michaels is out at the moment, so it's definitely not WrestleMania this year. No, WrestleMania this year, because he's still got to get through. He has Xavier Vega at WrestleMania this year. And then he goes on to have Bret Hart at WrestleMania next year. Oh, so And then Shawn after? Michaels at WrestleMania the year after. 
So just before that, it's the whole Tyson thing. That's that's the first like Mr. No, because it's, it's three sixteen and King of the Ring ninety six. Oh, just win it this year. Maybe he does three sixteen. I'm sure he fights Vega at WrestleMania. No, but WrestleMania's in like a month. Yeah. Yeah, I mean King of the Rings June. Yeah, so it does work so out. It's... Yeah, Savio Vega is literally fighting about two months, dude. Yeah, because then he lose that on purpose to get rid of Million Dollar Man. Not that, but the feud ends up yeah. him, him losing on purpose to get rid of him. Yeah. That's how he spins it anyway. Massively. I mean, this is going to bring on, obviously, we'll talk about it later, but I think we'll talk about it now. I didn't realise, um, obviously, you know through, like, history and Rise of Fall and all other documentaries, but, man, ECW were getting raided left, right and centre at this point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let's look at some of the people yeah. in the last couple of months. We've lost like Malenko, Eddie, Public Enemy, and I'm um, guessing, Austin. I'm guessing Cassius Jack has just teased he's going that whole McMahon thing, like gonna go kiss his ass. Like, is that him teasing he's going? Yeah, I mean, he's he's like he must, he's he must close. be going because mankind's like there in no time, so he's on his way. Ray Mysterio's on his way. Obviously, nine one one's on his way. Skipping to Nitro, um, Conan and Psychosis both debuted this week. Public Enemy's gone. Yeah, so they're gone. And then obviously the big feud at the end. Spoilers is um, women's yeah, leaving goes to go be with Macho Man. So she's on Nitro next week with Macho Man and that in the main event. Very crazy. The one person that's that's been snapped up but has come back with his tail between his legs is the franchise. But yeah. I think part of that was choice, though. I reckon they would have kept him around. I reckon he asked to leave. I think they put him straight into, a, like, a feud. Like, maybe he just didn't want to lose the belt to, like, Ramon and... I don't know. It's nice. not as if... It's not they've just wasted him. They put him straight in, like, they gave him the belt. Yeah. No, well, they, they put in hopes. It was, a, it was an awful character. Foley's last ECW match was against Whipwreck on March the 9th, 1996. Okay, so less than a month. Like, two weeks, a week. No. So, absolutely incredible, like, how the class of 95 are basically gone. And I'm guessing the news yeah. at the end of the episode, like, someone else is off as well. Yeah, well, we'll get though. to that. Did you say woman? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I miss woman. I know, it's hard to do spoilers, isn't it, for a show that happened, like, 20-odd years ago. I know, I know. It's sort of, it's, it's this weird, like... And I think I know from going through the WCW people. looking for the public enemy... Um, Episode, I think Tico Scorpion ends up there by the end of the year. Yeah, because he's on one of the thumbnails. Oh, probably because I know he definitely goes to. Um... Yeah, Flash Funk's ninety-seven. Because yeah, he ends up back in WWE, didn't he? It's Flash Funk. Yeah, with um teaming up with Ron Simmons because Ron Simmons, he's off doing. He'll be off doing Farouk now. Yeah, because yep. Nation Domination won't be too far away. Yeah, so he's he's gone. Obviously, he disappeared, but yeah, he'll be Farouk in his in his get up. Farouk Assad, because yeah. I think ninety seven, he's in a tag team with um, Scorpio for a little while, or Flash Funk. Damn, damn. So, damn Funk is absolutely mental. It's, it's, as you say, the amount of talent that got pinched. Sabu so been and gone. Come back, yeah. I mean, even oh, Hughes stays around for well, he, he doesn't, he stays around, but he don't disappear till few 
don't know if he goes back to WCW. I know obviously he ends up as Jericho's bodyguard. That's not until like 99. The Nation of Domination does get formed in 96. See, that's it's insane. Like people don't even realise they're leaving are sort of leaving. It's funny, is it? And I know we've talked about this at length, but here we go again. You know, you see all these kind of people you don't know were in ECW, and most of these are ones that you wouldn't list. You know, it's, it's you know your Ron Simmons and your um, woman and and few other others probably are the ones that you'd miss on it rather than. Steve Austin was once in ECW. Yeah, everyone like goes like thinks Doink is the big like. Oh, can you imagine Doink? And you think, yeah, but Marty Jannetty felt more of a thing. Yeah, Hawk. Hawk. I mean, he's always Nightheart. like Nightheart. Nightheart is like an amazing shout. Like, really? So there's there's some that really are quite Tully Blanchard. Yeah. Tully's like shocking. There's loads that are sort of really Tom shocking. Anderson. Yeah, Bobby Eaton. Yeah, Brian Pillman before the infamous Brian Pillman, Bruce Brothers. If yep. you turn around and say Brian Pillman, oh yeah, Can he you? debuted. No, actually, Brian Pillman debuted ages ago. Um, Headbangers. Yeah, there's the spiders, whatever it was. There's loads. So British Bulldog in the intro video for two years. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I never let it go. <laughs> Shouldn't. Um, so then we go on to highlights of Bubba Ray Dudley versus JT Smith. The crowd is screaming, say your name, say your name at the beginning of the match. It's a lovely little thing. So obviously it's connecting and, and doing well. I've grown to now hate JT Smith. I know he was early one of Jay's kind of, I don't know. He was Jay's. He was up and coming rising superstar of 1993. He was, this, he was, he was my, my pleasant surprise of Eastern Championship. This whole thing is not working. That and a, a young little guy called The Sandman who was a surfer. This whole Italian thing is not working for me. I mean, Sandman was sort of a safe bet, though, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, it was just weird seeing him as this weird old surfer dude. It was. Oh, I hope he goes back to it. That'd be the... We'll now, woman's like left. Maybe he just goes back to um, the cool single surfer man. Point break with two cold Yeah. Or that'd be called too cold to surf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, great. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, Paisan. Uh, yeah, one of you can run down this match. I've got no interest in it. Oh, basically, every time Bob so, Murray Dudley tries to say his word, J.T. Smith takes the microphone off him um, and starts talking to the crowd. I couldn't really make out what he was trying to say or be clever. Yeah, Suck just generic Italian stereotypical home, home of the, the, the cheesesteak. Oh, well, we'll go and we'll get some calzone and... So, yeah, everything's, like, Italian. I was just like, look, just let him say his bloody name so we can get on with this bloody thing, um, which the crowd liked and appreciated. Um, yeah, eventually J.T. Smith turns on Axel Rotten, but then that gave Bubba Ray the chance to bubble bomb J.T. Smith and get the pin and win. That was pretty much it. Just, I just want to get to that... Uh, 
Axel Prime promo in the future where he's like, I know you hear me, Daddy. I know you hear me. <laughs> we, we got a little while. We got a little no, while. I can't where it's from, um, but it's there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and then after the match, um, we rejoice. Uh, oh. JT Smith low blows Axel Rotten and walks away. So our dreams of this tag team becoming uh, a major force has been dashed. And it's been a while, but Griff, yeah, if JT Smith and Axel Rotten had become a tag team. What would you have called them? The Rotten Smiths. Oh, that's actually a good one. That'd be good, right? You've been practicing with little cows, eh? Like this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pappy. <laughs> oh, I like it. The Rotten Smiths. Yeah. Perfect. Bad. Just bad. They just <laughs> called bad. <laughs> just called bad. Yeah. They're just called Get Off My TV Screen. <laughs> um, so that's happened next we have the franchise Shane Douglas and the innovator of violence Tommy Dreamer versus Gactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck for those ECW World Tag Team titles my god what a match um, first of all got a reference Cactus Jack wearing the WWFNF shirt yeah, it was amazing. I think somehow I feel like we could get away with making them. Well, because <laughs> the letters aren't together. It's just random letters on a shirt. That is true. It's so, true. Just saying. It's up to you how you read it, interpret it. So who knows? Sam? I, I, I think you may have a point there. And, you know, maybe people should keep an eye on Zazzle. Yeah, I mean, maybe to get away with it, I shouldn't have had a... Online conversation well, about would, it. Wouldn't but... you now do WWF in E? That's no fun in that, is there? Uh, I'll be getting behind like the pandas, and that's true. I, I think it adds like a double value to it. Like, get it's not going to happen. It's get not going to happen. Out. Yeah, get the E out. Oh, easy. A bit, a bit early for that. On a school night. Oh. 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 Get the E out of Saudi Arabia. Oh, let's go. That's years. That's years away. Um. So yeah, looking back at this match. <laughs> well, them getting home. Looking back at this match. Um. Yeah. Any any key points? Cactus Jack halfway through the match sort of cuts a promo, saying that Shane sort of pretty much failed where he was. Came back, tried to escape a match from him, but he can't escape now. Which was nice. I just love the fact that everyone's just calling Shane Douglas out on uh, being shit. It's a really weird, like, obviously sort of just, I don't know, I guess you can interpret how you want, but it sort of just feels like it's very much they brought him back. And um, they're happy to have him back because he's a great character and everyone's leaving. But he's not getting put straight back into where he left off. No, I, I mean, they, they seem to um, happily bring people back, but you have to earn your spurs a little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you look at Sabu, yeah. he's, he, he's back and they're happy he's back. Uh, he's not destroying people. He's not running away with stuff. He's not, um, you know, picked up where he left off, bearing in mind 
you know, this is as we as we discovered the the first triple crown winner. He's um he's he's back but earning his spot again. Um, and it feels the same with uh, with with Mr. Douglas. hundred percent. I mean, don't wrong, they're not just flat out burying the guy, but it's very much like you know, he's involved in a different sort of You've got to earn your stripes a little yeah. bit. Take take a couple of losses, and I do love the Nintendo used in the match. By the way, who the hell brings a Nintendo down <laughs> to be used as a weapon? I know. I wish I'd, but I wish I'd kept that. I know. It's worth some monies. We're gonna pay sixty quid and have like twenty thousand loaded games on it. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Um, yeah, so talks through the end of the match. Um, I don't know, Raven comes down, interferes, takes out the furniture, and then everyone follows yeah, him. Yeah, pretty much. Um, then the finish was pretty pretty good. Um, was it franchise sets up a chair in the middle, but he ends up getting his face pretty much planted against it. And then it's kind of the promo afterwards kind of just states that Cactus just wanted to wrestle, but the franchise got him to be extreme. Which was weird. So, um, yeah, so it's amazing because um, I struggled with the finish because it's a drop toe hold into a chair, Mm. which I understand why that would be quite devastating and could stun you long enough to pin. If you hadn't earlier seen an RVD Sabu um, highlight where they just throw shit at each other, and if you haven't watched Sabu just randomly hit people with all these things all the way through. So, uh, you know, someone smashing a chair over your head and you stumble around, for some reason, the force of you falling slightly into a chair is enough to knock you out. It was it was a bit of a weak spot for me for it to be the finish. Mm. Yeah, but, but that's ECW sometimes. <clears throat> a chaotic match, but then a little roll up will just get the win. They seem to always rush their yeah, finishes. I mean, the, the problem is, I can understand a roll up in the sense of, you know, at least that's caught you by surprise and blah blah blah. I don't get how that knocked you out when the Nintendo didn't and chair shots didn't and. Everything else didn't and didn't and didn't, and then that's like, it. yeah, I get that. Hmm. The cumulative mm. of all of these shots, and suddenly that's the one that, that's enough. Yeah, and that takes us to the main event, which um, before the match, obviously, we get Sandman. Uh, sort of making his way to the ring. You can see there's a bit of um, tension between him and woman. It's spoken about woman. Um, he's pretty much managing Macho Man in WCW as well. This just feels really rushed. Has refused to light his cigarette. It feels really rushed where they could have, like, I don't know, spun this story over a couple of episodes. It's all of a sudden like, yeah, I've got to go. I can't do a couple of episodes. So let's just say there's there's issues between us. I mean, yeah, it's it's weird. I guess it depends if a contract is up or, you know, whatever else. I guess you don't really sort of know how fast-paced it was. Yeah, I'm just, it just feels really 
rust and I think the, the promo would have helped to the beginning of the episode of like not lighting the match it was just kind of like oh we, we, as there's been problems I'm like well I didn't know that before they seem fine mm. but hey ho and Raven's got a new girl Raven has got a new girl what was her name yeah Griff did you catch it I did but I didn't make a note of it go on so in the in the, the greatest love story since when Harry, Harry met Sally, uh, Raven's new girlfriend Sally? is Kimona Wanalea. Wanalea. Kimona Wanalea. Uh. So obviously uh, it is a play on Come On, I Want to Lay You. Well, could just be a coincidence. You don't know. Um, right, as this is a big moment in Raven's career and Jay is our resident Raven fanboy, I think it's only appropriate that you talk us through what we're about to watch here, Jay. A clusterfuck. So um, it jumps. So the, the big build up of the match is uh, that Sam Man and Woman aren't getting on. She won't even light his cigarette. Um, has her hand, head been turned by WCW? What's the Sandman thinking? We don't know, but it's just a state of flux. Um, and as Joey Styles continues to point out and out and out, you know, you can't fight a master of ring psychology like Raven if your head's not in the game. Um, but Sandman does a very good job by just beating the shit out of him with a cane for a huge chunk of the match. He really does. Um, like, Absolute mental cane shots, really, really good. Um, and then in runs uh, Raven's Nest. So Stevie and Blue Mini both hit the ring to make the save after the Sandman accidentally hits the referee. Um, and uh, Sandman dispatches both of them with uh, cane shots as well. Um, and then uh, Raven gets the cane and starts beating the hell out of Sandman. Tommy Dreamer runs in. This week he only hits Raven rather than last week where he last time where he hit Raven and the Sandman uh, and could have cost the Sandman the championship. Um, uh, then Cactus runs in and hits Sandman and Tommy, and then Franchise runs in and hits Cactus, and everyone fights and they all fight their way to the back. Um, and uh, Raven manages to hit the DDT and get the win. And he got the win, and we got a new champion. We got a new he is. Never champion. He is on his way to the Triple Crown. He's on the way to the Triple Crown. Uh, but yeah, Raven is. I don't the, think he guess that, but he's on his way. Raven, Raven is the new ECW World Heavyweight Champion, which is a very interesting time of the year. So here's a brief celebration, but we then get sort of. A segment, a uh, woman's farewell segment. Woman. Well, we've got the Raven promo first, oh. saying that it's, 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 you know, the end times for Tommy. Um, he's got the gold. He's got the girl. He doesn't need Bueller. He's never needed Bueller. Doesn't know his Bueller. Yeah. And uh, Joey Styles thinks maybe he's lying. Oh. Raven never lies. Quote the Raven, never more. 
We are quoting him. Exactly, she never lies. And then we go back to the ring. They went to the ring. So basically, Sandman's in the ring with woman, woman. They have a mic between them, and it's sort of a heard conversation more than sort of exchanging promos at this point. And basically, woman's like saying, you've lost the belt, but that's great. That means you can come with me. Basically saying that Sandman can now go to WCW because he's got no ties of ECW because he's no longer the world champion. Because you wouldn't get a world champion from ECW turn up on Nitro because that would just be a dick move, right? That would never, ever happen. Exactly. So it goes on to stay stuff like that. Sandman says that um, he didn't want to, he doesn't want to go. He's staying. Because he is extreme. extreme. Too Cold comes out and joins them. And Sandman, they just both keep shouting at him, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Too cold sort of makes everyone almost think that he says that he's going to go with woman, but then sort of the last minute says that he's staying with the Sandman in ECW. And there is an embrace, and everyone's happy. Um, and then, uh, uh, Too Cold Scorpio says that unlike the likes of Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko, who got to leave the ECW arena through, um, the front door. through the front door, woman is going to be thrown out like trash and picks her up and carries her to the back and then comes back for a very bromance moment with um, Sandman, where they have a very, very manly hug and Scorpio takes over the woman role of pouring beer into his mouth so yeah um, all in all I really enjoyed this show I thought it was a really action packed 50 odd minutes yeah so it felt like a pay per view that we hadn't seen Um, and it was all rushed in and I would rather the last what was the last few episodes been recaps of the pay per view we did see I'd rather what we saw today be seen in our entirety over the last couple of weeks if that makes sense yeah, I mean, given we've got two specials now coming up, I think like almost the next two shows are specials. Um, it feels really weird that this wasn't the special. As I was saying, you know, we've we've got a load of stuff coming up, and you wonder what's going to be on there. Bearing in mind the craziness that you've just witnessed mm. here. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing I sort of find it obviously sort of strange because. Obviously, their specials are just, they're not pay-per-views, so it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like obviously, they're being no. recorded to like be put as in... Named shows. Yeah, they have like blocks of TV for weeks. Mm. So they're just basically stacks cards. They're not really, I guess they are just TV tapings, but just, they're then later being released with names. So, I mean, it's kind of weird. Or, or vice versa, they're just like, Mega shows that then just well, come out it has to TV. to be because there is no TV otherwise. When was the last time a TV was just like a TV? Mm. This one. I don't think it. This is the I don't closest. Think it was. This, this is clearly got. from a big show. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, from what I gather, um, again from Turning Tables, the journalist book from about ECW. Um, their model was that they'd, they'd run a show every three weeks. 
So basically every three weeks you'd have one of these mega shows and that would be on TV. But rather than other companies, it would be like come to the blah, blah, blah TV tapings. They're like come to Gangster's Paradise, ECW Gangster's Paradise. But really that's code for three weeks TV tapings. Yeah, or three weeks worth of TV out of, yeah. Exactly. We record it, you get it, and then we'll do a bunch of promos. I mean, they're releasing them on home video as well. So, yeah, they're kind of winning it both ways, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's just, um, it's interesting. Again, we don't know the time scale. I mean, we're assuming this is coming out on home video, you know, two months later. It might have been a year, two years later. Hmm. Because, you know, the advert that I saw for, what was the one that we did last week? What was the name of it? House Party. Uh, yeah. The advert that I saw on YouTube for that, Paul Heyman was saying the amazing event that happened two years ago. So it just feels weird. They were still running adverts for a show that was two years old. I mean, it was farewell to the public enemy. <laughs> it was. So I, I didn't, you know, I don't really... They may have been marketing it at the time where Public Enemy came back. They don't, I don't think they come back till late, do they? No, not for a few. I think they come back in 98. Should be two years. Which would have been two years. Mm. See, nothing was mentioned about them being, but I don't know. But like I said, it's just, it's hard. to get it all. But yeah, so that all happened. It, it was a good show. So... Uh, what was your must-see and what's your skip segments? Um, for me, skip segment has to be uh, Bubba Ray J.T. Smith. It was, it was just there. Uh, the Bubba Ray thing is, is, is cute in its own way, but I'd almost prefer to see it like every other week. Every week I find it's not going to be as funny. Yeah, I'd probably skip the JT Smith segment. Pike agreed. Can't stand him. And you want to say? I was going to do my skip then, um, just because you two have. So uh, I would go slightly differently in the sense of I know it was a bit shorter, but um, Todd Gordon, Bill Alfonso. Yeah, I, don't, I said I don't, I don't mind him. I think it's it's done a lot for it. It's not as hot as it was yeah, I, now. Sort of Taz's involved. No, yeah, but... that's, that's the thing. I think it's done. Yeah. But there's, no, there's no power play anymore. No, and you don't need... But... You no longer need that to be the... You're at the point where you could quite easily pivot to, and should be pivoting to, um, 911 Taz, uh, rather than this weird... Yeah. Still trying to orchestrate a position where the, I mean you know the whole thing was uh, Gordon trying to get the chokeslam back so that 911 can chokeslam Alfonso so much so that Alfonso hasn't got, gone away and got himself some backup so you've got Taz and, and 911 on the collision course they're now nose to nose mm. I mean not literally um, so you no longer lead the, the, the dressing we're at the main course so for me, there's no value in, in these two because I don't need them to do the them get involved so that the 911 comes out and then Taz pulls him off. Just give me those Are you two. Pulling off who? What? 
Oh, you saw a different show to me, mate. Says the guy that doesn't didn't get come on. I want to lay you. Just saying. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this nine one one doesn't even really seem to have a relationship with Gordon at this point. It's not no. like he's coming out to protect him. It's just they're both there. Um, no, he's, he's coming out to get his hands on Alfonso for reasons that still aren't quite clear. Anymore. Yeah. Anyway, I think must see. So that would be my skip. I think the must-see bit has to be Raven winning the belt. I think any time you've got a new world champion on any show, that has to be the bit, really. I think the must-see was the segment at the end. I think I saw Sandman in a different light. I've never been a massive fan of Sandman, but I think that, I don't know, that's kind of changed a lot for me. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously going to pick Raven winning the championship because I'm a shill for Raven, and we know this. Oh. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, at underscore Sports Arena. That is us. We're always throwing up different ECW and wrestling bits, so get involved in the conversation, obviously. I know a lot of you have last week, and we appreciate that. We love to chat a little bit of extreme also you can head over to zazzle.co.uk or .com simply search sports arena and you'll find a whole bunch of merch from t-shirts to poker chips to t-shirts again that's all stuff and you can have a look if you enjoy it buy it no pressure uh, this is that bit where I sort of disappear and those two do what they do please so, don't go yeah. please, please don't go, don't go. So, yeah. I love you so. Go on. Might stick around and harmonise this week. That's not the song for, uh, for, for what it is. Um, so it is that time. It is that point in the, the episode where uh, I uh, direct and employ the powers of Griff, the Alfonso to his Taz, uh, and release him on a path of rage, musically speaking, um, as he does a spoken word version of a song or a promo or something random that has taken my uh, interest and taken my inspiration during the show. And this week I was trying to think of something that I wanted to cover it, was something that I wanted in there. Um, and uh, there were two segments that really kind of stuck with me. The two segments that we've just all picked as the, the must-see segments. There was the Raven winning the championship and the Sandman woman breakdown after them being the power couple of ECW for so long now. So I was trying to think of something that would bring these worlds together. Um, and I decided to go for an Offspring song to, because of the Raven link, because uh, that's his theme coming out at the moment. Um, but also an Offspring song that would represent Sandman's poor, confused feelings at the moment about his situation with women. So here is Griff giving us a spoken word version of the offsprings she's got issues i'm seeing this girl and she just might be out of her mind well she's got baggage and it's all the emotional kind she talks about closure and that validation bit i don't mean to be insensitive but i really hate that shit oh man she's got issues and i'm gonna pay she thinks she's the victim. Yeah. Now I know she'll feel abandoned and never don't stay over late. 
I know she's afraid to commit, but it's only our second date. Oh man, she's got issues, and I'm going to pay. She thinks she's the victim, but she takes it all out on me. Bye. Sort of ended that one, didn't it? I know. He did. He did well, though. It was a good version. Just sort of ended. Have a good week. Yeah. Yeah.